And just looking at those commodity prices very quickly, Mm. mm, a a mixed bag there for us. Um, As you said yesterday, though, uh, we just hope that the (laughs) equation uh, remains such that, you know, we end up on the right side of things. But then, of course, um, you know, you're talking about it being a Friday. It's a good news Friday. And I'm guessing you're going to talk to us about uh, disappointing mining and manufacturing data release yesterday or not. (laughs) You know what, if it's a good news Friday, maybe we best not talk about it. <laughs> but you know what, when we look so at... So where are we uh, going to find the good news, news then, Narina? <laughs> you know what, we know that we need to find good news in where we invest for the future. And that is definitely what we need to be looking at. So I was, was very enthusiastic yesterday about the big new listing that came to the JFT yesterday, African Rainbow Capital Investments. So of course, this is a, um, a part of the company, the new company that Patrice Mutsepe created. And, and which he is managing in conjunction with two of the former senior executives of Sunlam, Johan van der Merwe and Johan van Sale. And they brought this um, company to market yesterday with a market cap of um, around $8 billion, um, between 8 and $9 billion. And, and they did this through a series of investments that they've already done in the company and some of which they've now made available via this listing that they've done. So they're really building um, I guess what could best be described as a private equity investment company, making it available to investors of the JC. And I think what is what's very encouraging about this particular structure that they've done is that they are using both the, the deep pockets, the size of the of the money uh, and capital that they've got available, plus the, the significant experience of the management team to really buy stakes into companies which they believe um, can do with not just the capital injection, but also the assistance of strong and good management. And of course, because it's got such strong empowerment credentials, it means that they can bring to many of these companies that very strong BE shareholding, which then allows it to really grow strongly into the different sectors in which it operates. So there's a, there's a significant financial services portfolio with holdings um, you know, from sort of large, well-known companies like an Alexander Forbes all the way through to, to relatively little-known companies, maybe things like EBS International, Indway Broker Holdings, Signal Security. So really quite a broad spectrum of investments that they've made there. And then they've also done quite a broad range of industrial asset investments across the board from agriculture, telecoms, energy, um, in the, um, information technology companies, building and construction. So really looking to build quite a significant, I see somebody was referring to it as South Africa's or, or Patrice Mutsepe's Berkshire Hathaway, which mm-hmm. is, of course, Warren Buffett's company. Yeah. So may that be true, you know, may those be prophetic words. But you know what, it's, it's exactly this type of investment and not just the investment in these companies, but the ability for ordinary people to also participate in this type of company through a listing on the JSE that I think really makes me excited and enthused about it. Mm. And then speaking about financial services, Narina, it seems uh, that there's been some progress on the Sasa grant payment front. What's the latest there? Yes, indeed. So we'll recall, of course, that um, that SASA has been instructed by the Constitutional Court that they have to phase out cash payments to uh, paymaster services no later than the 1st of March next year. Um, and uh, earlier this week, we had um, the Parliament, uh, Parliament Standing Committee on Public Accounts, SCOPA, um, who had SASA before them, who then um, um, confirmed that they will be, uh, that they will most likely be appointing the post office 
certainly as an interim grant payment um, service. Whether this will be a permanent one, and when I say permanent, I'm talking probably about the next three to five years, as potentially SAFA takes over this payment procedure itself, that remains to be seen. But yes, they're very close to, to signing the contract with post office to actually at least in part become a payment um, uh, um, conduit for the grant payments. So this is something that I think we've been, we've been looking at for a long time. Um, there's a lot of very good in that for South Africa. This is, of course, a government-owned entity. I'm not talking about the post office. And uh, we do know with cash pay master services, one of the concerns was the fact that so much of the benefit of that process actually accrues to, to external parties, to people outside of South Africa. And I think this is good for us that we're actually getting this done um, proudly South African and to the benefit of South Africans. So, uh, they're also doing this well enough in advance. Uh, we've still got another uh, five, almost six months to go before that uh, deadline at the end of February. So um, let's let's hold thumbs and see that this actually gets implemented the right way and that those all-important grants actually get paid to people on time and, and with a much lower cost structure than it's been in the past. Well, we'll cross fingers and toes and everything that can be crossed. But, of course, those questions still remain, Narina, uh, the preparedness of the post office to actually look into that. But uh, just uh, getting back to the poor mining manufacturing data, I know you didn't want to go there, but one of the contributing factors to the poor outlook for economic growth has been identified as ESCOM's inability to generate sufficient electricity. And uh, unfortunately, ah, we just lost Narina there, and I didn't even say happy Friday. Our apologies. Um, that line dropped. Uh, we'll speak to Narina again some other time. And our um, uh, analyst this morning was, of course, Narina Fisser, strategist and advisor at ETFSA.